Super Talk Mississippi media production. Spring is in the air, and that means it's time to refresh your wardrobe with the season's hottest trends at the Black Sheep Boutique. Don't blend in this spring. Stand out with the Black Sheep Boutique with two locations to serve you in Tupelo or Saltillo or online at theblacksheepboutiquetupelo.com. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you are with me, as always. So, not a whole lot of Ole Miss news happening uh, around here, which is not always a bad thing, but basketball has a bye week, which is probably coming at the exact right time. You know, they had a difficult loss at South Carolina. We talked about that, obviously, after the game. Uh, Chris Beard uh, benched two of his starters for the second half, and they obviously came back from down 17, didn't win the game, though. And so, you know, there's a lot to address and figure out and get healthy and, and things like that ahead of the Kentucky game next Tuesday, but they have some time to do it. I think this bye week, if you want to call it that, I guess that's what we're going to call that now in basketball, this uh, this bye weekend is coming at a very good time for them. For one, uh, their soon-to-be next opponent, Kentucky, has got a game this weekend, and it's against Gonzaga. Now, unfortunately, it's not you know one of the Gonzaga teams of the past. It's a uh, not as good, but they're still 16-6 and six or whatever, 17-6. and six. Not a bad Gonzaga team, but not you know, the elite ones like they've been lately. doesn't matter. Kentucky has a difficult test upcoming this weekend. And so you'll get to, while they're dealing with that, trying to avoid their fourth home loss uh, so far, while they're dealing with that, you get to sit at home and, and rest and scheme and game plan and have some tough practices and have some tough film sessions and, and get everybody recentered and refocused again. It's a... Uh, I think this is a good thing for Ole Miss because although Rupp is is a daunting place to go play usually, hasn't really been this year. Uh, It's, you know, Ole Miss is going to be the underdog in this game as they should. I don't think they're going to win the game, but I certainly would not be surprised if they do. This is not uh, an insurmountable challenge for them on Tuesday, and it would be, if they can pull it off, a a huge, huge win as, uh, as well. So, I like where it falls on the schedule. You hear a lot about that uh, this summer from me about certain games and where they fall on the schedule and whether it's involving bye weeks or who your opponent plays before. In basketball, it's all kind of the same, but uh, this weekend, not so much. So an opportune off week for uh, for Ole Miss this weekend, but no basketball to uh, to talk about. We can focus, I guess, on uh, on the, the Super Bowl, or, or you can anyway. Have a nice, relaxing, stress-free weekend before uh, Ole Miss travels to Rupp the day before Valentine's Day. So there's that. That's just something to to think about into your weekend. Also, you got some news, by the way, of the pro football variety. Patrick Willis has been inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's the class of or a class of 2024 edition, and uh, it was. A kind of kind of controversial selection, especially this soon. I know Peter Schrager has been a huge advocate. If you don't know who that is, he's with the NFL Network. He's, I think, the best analyst of 
pro football in the game right now. But anyway, he, he's been advocating for Willis's inclusion because there's been some talk about whether or not he belongs considering the length of his career. But as it turns out, that didn't matter, nor should it have, by the way. He had a shorter career than most, but he was the best linebacker in the game for the entire duration of that career. He was the best. He was all pro. Every I mean, he was the best. And so I'm glad to see that uh, him calling it quits earlier than typical wasn't held against him because Patrick Willis absolutely is a Hall of Fame linebacker. Again, what, he was the best in the game for a long period of time, and he absolutely deserved his inclusion in the Hall of Fame. Also a world-class person. Also got a great story as well, you know, where he came from before he got to Ole Miss and uh, blossoming into a superstar, uh, what he's, how he carries himself off the field, or how he carried himself off the field, and now in his post-playing career, he's a world-class guy on top of being a world-class football player. So Patrick Willis being elected into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, that is, uh, it is awesome, absolutely awesome for, uh, for him and absolutely well-deserved. Just a truly dominant, dominant linebacker. Uh, Just, man, he was awesome. Loved watching him play uh, in the NFL. Sadly, I don't remember much because, you know, I I grew up in South Carolina. I I wasn't affiliated with Ole Miss back then, but I didn't get to see him play in college much. But I do remember uh, him in the NFL, and uh, he was absolutely special. So congrats to him. Well-deserved Ole Miss gets another former player inducted into the pro football Hall of Fame. Really, really cool stuff there. Also in, uh, in SEC news, uh, the, the payout was, uh, was given. Over $50 million uh, hit the bank accounts of all of the SEC schools. $51.3 million to be exact. Now, there is uh, an estimate that thinks that you're possibly looking at approaching $100 million as this new uh, SEC TV deal kicks in, the inclusion of Texas and Oklahoma, the expanded playoff, more money is going to be generated by the conference, uh, so more money is going to be uh, distributed to Ole Miss. Obviously, it's equal across the rest of the SEC, but has been pointed out to me before, it is a larger percentage of Ole Miss's budget, so it means more for Ole Miss than it does, say, a Texas, just because they're getting more as a percentage of their budget than other schools. I'd, you know, I at the end of the day, it's just further separating from everybody else. If you are in the SEC or the Big Ten, you are just simply further separating than everybody else. And this $51.3 million payout happening before the new TV deal kicks in is, uh, is a great demonstration of, uh, of that. So, um, so there is that as, uh, as well. Ole Miss Baseball Media Day is happening later on today. I will have uh, Mike Bianco audio and stuff like that. He usually uh, releases his rotation and lineup during this day, so uh, we will talk about that uh, sometime over the weekend as well, so be on the lookout for that. I don't know if you can tell by listening to me. I feel like absolute garbage I mean, I, my, my head is so foggy. I don't even know if anything that I've said for the last few minutes uh, makes any sense at all. I had a conversation with a friend earlier today, and after we hung up, I, I don't even know like what we talked about. I can't even really remember what we talked about. So I am all over the place. Just uh, got a sinus infection from hell 
and uh, I'm really struggling. So if anything I said prior to this was dumb or uninformed or or whatever, please, please forgive me. And also, uh, I did a live chat last night, and I really struggled through it. We got through it. We talked some baseball and other things, but it was a struggle. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that for you because I owe you an episode, but please forgive me. I am just not close to 100%. Trying to battle through it. Richard's off today, so... You know, I really can't take the day off on the radio show, and uh, so we're just uh, we're trying to get through. So please forgive me for how it sounds f- for both just like the audio quality, which is not going to be good because of how I sound, but also just my brain is not working properly. So please, uh, please for just forgive me for this entire episode. Uh, show me some grace. I hope to get better this weekend. But... Before we get to the uh, the live chat, please follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get them. Just search Rebel Report and leave a rating and a review. Also, this podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. That's the website. If you are in the market for office technology and your Mississippi business is anywhere in this state, if your business is in Mississippi and you need office technology, absms.com. That's the website. Tell them I sent you. You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. Also, the podcast is brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. They got 16 locations here in Mississippi, so there's likely one in your backyard like there's one in my backyard. Bank with me at Priority One Bank because they make you their priority. All right. Here it is now, the live chat from last night. Again, please, please, please forgive me for uh, just all of this. I, uh, I'm on the struggle bus today, guys. I uh, I am. And uh, anyway, we'll talk baseball media days and, and anything that we learned from that over the weekend. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy your Super Bowl. And uh, baseball, one week from today, baseball is starting. So that's exciting as well. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, here's your live chat. I'll talk to you again uh, at some point, probably Saturday midday at some time. See you then. So you probably saw it, but in case you didn't, this is the the lead topic tonight, anyway, and then we'll get to whatever you guys want to talk about. Of course, the coaches uh, released their predicted order of finish, or I, I'd rather, the SEC released the coaches' predicted order of finish in the SEC this year in baseball. And to what should be nobody's surprise, not particularly high on the teams here. First, I'll just run through the East quickly. Florida won, Tennessee two. Florida got 11 uh, first place votes. Tennessee got two. Vanderbilt got one, so one, two, and three there. South Carolina at four. Kentucky at five. Georgia at six. Missouri at seven. In the West, Arkansas at one. People are really high on the uh, on the Razorbacks this year. Oh, forgive me. Arkansas one with nine first place votes. LSU two with five. Nobody else in the West received a first-place vote. A&M, three. Alabama, four. Auburn, five. Ole Miss, six. Mississippi State at seven. It is uh, it, it is not surprising that they were picked to be in those spots. All of the publications that cover college baseball are kind of doing the same thing, if we're being totally honest. Guys, I don't know if I'm going to get through this. Uh, all the publications did the exact same thing. Uh, pretty much the the same thing, and uh, so so what does it mean? I guess is the question. And do you think that they are accurate? Do you think that they are right? Because remember, back before football season, 
as we're talking about this very thing leading up into the start of the season, um, Mississippi State was picked to finish last or at the bottom. And I repeatedly told people that, you know, that's justified. And here are the reasons why. And for whatever reason, um, there was that constant, you know, there's no reason for this, and they returned too much and all that, and turns out that the pollsters were right, which is not a typical thing when it comes to Mississippi State. Mississippi State, according to the data, the numbers say that they are perpetually underachievers, and for what it's worth, they kind of got Ole Miss right as well. If anything, Ole Miss was undersold uh, going into the football season. Oh, sorry, sorry, shoot, I forgot to mute. I'm so sorry. Oh, that was terrible. Oh, please forgive me for that. That could not have been pleasant to hear. Um, So are they going to be right in baseball like they kind of were in football? This told me two things. One, that... First of all, the SEC is just really, really good. Uh, I know that's kind of like Pollyanna or whatever, uh, but it is. I mean, think about how many programs in the country would trade their roster right now for Ole Miss or Mississippi States. There are so many programs that would immediately right now trade their talent uh, for for these two, and yet they're picked to finish last in the West. The SEC is just an absolute bear and a perpetual bottom feeder in Alabama is probably going to be pretty salty this year uh, in the league. Uh, so the SEC is just tough. I mean, I, I like some of the pieces that both Ole Miss and State have on their rosters, and still uh, they're picked to finish at the bottom, and justifiably so, mind you. But also this means that they're just going to have to prove it. It's really that simple. I, I saw a tweet yesterday that was like, you know, this guy for Ole Miss is going to be an All-American, and this guy's going to be – Great, this guy's elite, this guy's this, this guy's that. It's like, you know, I hear you, and I respect and admire uh, optimism, but there's absolutely no rational uh, reason to think anything uh, like that uh, about this Ole Miss team right now. Again, I like what they did in the portal. They did quite a good job uh, in the portal. Um, Mississippi State, not so much, but they returned a ton uh, in their lineup, and they should be able to hit the ball really well. Ole Miss loses Rivas two weeks before the season begins. That's a, a devastating blow, but you seem like you've got potential to have pretty good pitching depth, and it's all a bunch of question marks. It really is. And so as a result, you're going to get picked where they got picked. And I know that there's always every year the, well, preseason polls don't matter. Preseason rankings don't matter. None of this matters. This is all stupid. Um, I disagree with that. Now, they're not worth everything, but I do think that preseason polls and expectations can do a lot of things for you Uh, because most fans are not you guys watching a a live stream on a Thursday night in February. You guys are the dedicated ones. You're the committed ones. Most people that watch these teams, most people, the majority of people, just think, you know, hey, are we going to be good or are we going to be bad? Like that, that's the genesis, or that, that's like the the most they talk baseball before the season begins is, oh, I hope we're good this year. And preseason polls, as weird as it sounds, help casual people engage a little bit. Because if your team starts ranked number 10, the casual fan that doesn't really engage is like, well, shoot, they're really good. I may need to watch them. The casual fan right now 
is going to look and think, yeah, well, uh, nobody thinks they're going to be good, so I'll wait and see. So it helps with like fan morale and hype going into a season, but also, especially in football, not so much in baseball, but like the preseason poll in football is going to matter. Because if you start ranked ahead of Penn State, for example, and you have a similar record and resume, you're not going to suddenly fall below Penn State. Your ranking and your status and the way people look at you will matter in football when it comes to rankings in the playoff and uh, and things like that. It helps sell recruiting. It, it helps get attention. They're not completely useless and meaningless. I, I, you know, they're they're worth very little, but there's still some value in them. So. They've just they're they're going to have to prove it. They're going to have to overcome really low expectations in uh, in twenty twenty four because it's twenty twenty four now. Give me one second. This is going to be a long this is going to be a long night for uh, for your boy. Let's get to the comments because I'm not going to last very long. Jerry, good to see you, man. Glad you're here. Baseball, who's excited? Honestly, not you right now. Still in basketball mode. I hear you. I hear you. But the the ability to balance the two is actually a lot of fun. I mean, it's really a lot of fun as a fan. This next few weeks are uh, are great. Got Super Bowl this weekend. Baseball and meaningful basketball for the next few weeks after that. That's a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm with you. I hear you. But, I mean, this time next week, we're talking about opening day and first pitch. Can't really blame Ole Miss and State being picked last. Ole Miss losing Rivas is brutal, and they're a wild card, and you and I share a pretty similar opinion on State. Yeah, I think they're going to hit pretty well. Uh, I'd like to see them pitch it before I start talking about improvement there. Uh, did not do well enough in the, the transfer portal to uh, to change expectations. So, good luck. Yeah, I need it. I, I need it right now. We're talking about Ole Miss, who went six and twenty-four last year, and State, who was eighteen and forty-two over the last two years. Yeah, and and those forty-two losses were largely non-competitive. I mean, really not competitive, and that uh, just did not did not pitch it well enough at uh, at all. And uh, I mean, brought in South Carolina's pitching coach. That was a really good hire. But we'll see. Uh, you guys are going to get annoyed by me saying we will see. Uh, about these teams, because that's really all I'm going to offer is is we'll see. You know, can this guy be good? We'll see. Will this guy take the next step? We'll see. I just when you come off of teams and records as bad as those two a year ago, I, I have a hard time doing any level of of hyping. Totally different story coming with Ole Miss football this fall. I'm going to spend the next seven months hyping the hell out of that team because they have earned it. It's it's a team that won 11 games and returns what they do in Portal and what they did. They they will have earned said hype. With baseball, I just can't do that. I'm going to keep referencing that tweet I saw the other day. and uh, I mean, it got a lot of engagement, but, I mean, that's that's Jonestown type stuff. I mean, you, you really need to pump the brakes on that Kool-Aid. you got to see it first. I mean, Iowa's going to come to Oxford, the higher-ranked team. And... uh We'll see. You like the lineup in the bullpen for Ole Miss? Just worry about starters after Quinn? There's one small silver lining to the injury uh, to Rivas happening. It's that in Hawaii, you get to 
have two guys have a starters audition because you're playing four games. That that's helpful. Uh, you get to see, you know, it, it's actually kind of a big stadium. I don't know how supported they are, but the stadium's actually pretty big there in uh, in Hawaii. But you get to look at two of your options, and you've got a long time to figure this out. Of course, remember Dylan Delucia didn't start regularly pitching for Ole Miss until like April, so they've got some time. But uh, you get two guys who are auditioning for one spot, seemingly so, a look as a starter, how they handle it, how they approach it, uh, mentality, locating pitches, and also you're on the road. So having these four games is actually helpful, I think, because you get a starter's look on a weekend from two guys instead of just one. Try raw honey with my coffee. I have avoided coffee for the last couple of days just because I I knew that this was on its way. I appreciate that, though. I've I've heard that. Uh, that's a really good trick. I've got some stuff. It, it's going to help me out. It's just it's it's the worst uh, this time of day, and so yeah. And everything I take is at night and in the morning. So I'm at the very end of the morning. And anyway, you guys want to hear about that? For those of you listening to the podcast, I'm really sorry because this cannot sound good at uh, at all. States non-conference schedules or states conference schedules insane. Yes, it is, and their non-conference schedule is not going to prepare them for their conference schedule very well. It's quite weak. You don't think Ole Miss can go much lower than six and twenty-four? Can they win thirteen, fourteen league games to make a turning push? I don't know. Yeah, it really it would be difficult to be much worse record-wise than they were last year. The Iowa series is going to be a good test. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're going to come in ranked higher. How about that? What, what, a, what a world we live in now is, is that Iowa's going to come in ranked higher than, uh, than Ole Miss. But, yes, that'll be a pretty nice gauge of, uh, of where they are. I think Iowa's going to pitch it pretty well. So, But, I mean, just like last year, you know, they kind of dominated the Big Ten. Yeah, that SEC play came, and look at what happened. It's clear both teams have taken a step back, but you actually think it's more of the others in the SEC getting better? Probably a combination of both. Probably a combination of both. Put me in coach, I'm ready to play. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can hear that song uh, right now. Just pop, 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 The season starts next weekend. Next weekend. So I think uh, Ole Miss's first game is at 1045. I believe, or 10.30, 10.45 Central Time because they're playing in Hawaii. Uh, it is listed on ESPN Plus, by the way. So I think you might, if that's accurate, I think you might be able to uh, to watch it. State will get underway if it goes to chalk. I'm pulling up the schedule right now. While we are on the air uh, next Friday is when they will be. They will be starting. My computer is being very slow right now. These school websites, um, they're, they're nice, but uh, TBA start times. They haven't announced the start time yet. So there you go. It will be early in the day, though, like 3 o'clock, 3, 4 o'clock, I would bet, because that's usually how they go in the, uh, in the early season. So they're doing a lot of military, like Air Force stuff with that series. It'll be really cool. So um, be on the lookout for that. It's actually uh, like they're doing uh, paratroopers and stuff like that. It's going to be really cool. K 
can't wait for more deluxe seating options at Swayze and nothing done in the student section, which was supposed to start after last year. And you know why they do it? Students don't make them money. That's exactly why. And if NIL wasn't a thing, if that wasn't a thing, then they would be doing it. But right now, they are having to maximize every single dollar. I mean, they have to. Because it's the same people that fund those projects that also are funding NIL. And what's more important? Uh, updating the student section at the baseball field or making sure that you can pay Walter Nolan to play defensive line for the football team and be a first-round pick. You know, which one's more important? Those are the conversations that Keith Carter and Zach Selman and ADs all over the country have to have now. Is uh, what kind of stadium project makes sense? Which one is right? And so for baseball, I mean, it stinks that they're not moving the outfields in uh, – when they were supposed to, because those renderings looked really good. Now they still want to do those, but the, the students don't make any money. And frankly, they look really happy out there. It's not like the student section is bad. Like it, it, you get to bring your own beer into the stadium. You don't have to pay. You, you sit out in the, the Mississippi spring weather and you can bring your own cooler and put whatever you want in it. Like the student section at Ole Miss is totally fine. Like it, it's a great place to, to watch a game. So spending any amount of seven figures to, to update that would not be fiscally responsible right now when you're asking, again, those same very people to, to pay the players. It's unfortunate, but that's what it is. Every project, at least in the interim, is going to be centered around premium seating. Uh, moving forward uh, until things change because you you have to maximize your dollar. And if you look at the budgets uh, around the SEC, all this is at like $135 million, which is great, but Texas is at $230 million. You're you're competing up a hill. Uh, You're fighting against people that have higher ground than you, so you have to maximize revenue. It's a shame that that they can't update it right now because they it looked good, but it is uh, it is what it is. The chair rush has been taken away. I actually like that. Uh, I like that because um, you, you don't have people that have their seats reserved that aren't showing up. Also, so you heard that Austin Simmons clocked ninety six fastball on the mound. Yeah, I, I guess uh, we're not going to see much of him. During the spring, which uh, is not that's not ideal for him. If he's playing baseball in the spring, that means Walker Howard is getting a, a lot of spring reps, and because Jackson Dart is an ex- established starter, and uh, I, I mean he was really banged up at the end of last year, so I assume they're not going to let Jackson Dart be a full go in the spring. So obviously, uh, the, the the quarterbacks are going to get a lot of run. And him playing baseball means that Walker Howard's going to get a lot of run in the spring. And I know that people say spring's not important, but those are, I mean, that's more than a dozen practices where Walker Howard's going to be taking a lot of snaps without any competition with him. He will be getting acclimated in in the offense. He will be establishing himself uh, with the team. And again, Simmons will join the team and and be able to catch up on that. But still, that's something that I'm curious uh, what that dynamic is like, how many practices can he go through uh, in the spring? What is his football availability? Because after this year, 
he's competing with Walker Howard for the job. So Friday at 1035, Saturday 505 at 835, and Sunday 505. I actually like the late Sunday starts. I think we need more of uh, of that. But yeah, 1035. Uh, I don't know if I'm – I mean, I guess I have to technically stay up for uh, for that. So good luck to us. Freshman to sophomore jumps are critically important to team. State has big opportunities with Dakota, Highfield, Mershon, Chad, Sterungelo, Lofton. We have to remember they put a lot on these young guys. Absolutely. And ambidextrous with the K still didn't work. Nobody picked up on that, Jay. Nobody wanted that. It was a great nickname in my head and nobody else's, apparently. It's football over baseball 10 times out of 10, but you'd rather not have three chicken tenders and some basic fries be $20. Well, that that's something that you you know me. We've talked about that before. Um, because the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta is the gold standard for that. Um, they make a killing on concessions, and they are cheaper. Why? Because people feel like, well, I, you know, should we eat before the game or should we eat at the game where they overpriced not great food? Well, that's an easy answer. But the, the Falcons learned that people spend more in their concession stands because they get more. And it really doesn't affect their bottom line at all. In fact, they're making more money. So it's a, it's a shame that not everybody's caught on to, uh, to that. All the students want is beer. Beer and a place to pee. That's about it. Sorry, that's vulgar, but that's true. feel like that everyone can now have a fair chance at seats, but it's kind of a double-edged sword for you because you were one of the first in line last year and used your seat all season. Hopefully it's civil. Yeah, it'll never be civil. Good luck. It's the Hunger Games out there. You would be surprised if Austin only plays baseball just this year and then only focus on football. That would not surprise me at all. I would not be surprised at all if uh, if this is – if. if He's not long for baseball because, I mean, if – I don't know. I I never like saying this player should only focus on this. Like with Plumlee. Well, Plumlee should just play football. Well, no, because that would be a mistake because he wouldn't play baseball and he probably wouldn't start on the football team either. Not at Ole Miss anyway. Did at UCF, obviously. Or he should just focus on baseball. But why? He's a good enough football player. I don't know. I don't. I don't like uh, having that angle of this is what the, the player should do. You know, I, I don't like that. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's not long for baseball because of how super talented he is at quarterback. What are the prices for a baseball game ticket? If you sit in the outfield, it's like five bucks or ten bucks. They're cheap. Yeah, yeah. Baseball is much more economical uh, around here for uh, for sure. Uh, who you guys got in the Super Bowl? By the way, who do you have in the Super Bowl? Uh, I am going with the Chiefs. Betting against Patrick Mahomes seems um, just not very smart. It's just it, it's just not smart. So I'm going with the Chiefs and, and the exhausting, uh, never ending 
storylines that come with the uh, the Chiefs winning uh, again. So you got the red team winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, I think you'll I think you'll probably get that one right. Watch some college basketball last night. You think you're to the point now where Auburn has the best atmosphere in the league and maybe in the country right now. Can't wait until the pavilion cameras are flipped. Yeah, I mean, Auburn's like got a Cameron indoor kind of thing going there right now. It's amazing what winning does. It's amazing what winning does. But yeah, they've uh, they've really leaned into it. It's really cool to see a non-traditional program like Auburn kind of take hold. I don't like stale. You guys know that about me by now. I I like a little variety in in my sports. I I don't get excited. Like, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl, of course, and I'm going to enjoy Patrick Mahomes playing because he's one of the, if not the greatest already quarterbacks to ever live. Like, I enjoy watching him play, but I would prefer, I would have preferred the Ravens beat them. Uh, beat the Chiefs. I would have preferred the Lions win. I like a little variety in my sports. And so I like that Auburn is, is where they are right now. I, I like that they're winning in basketball because I like that they've got an environment like that because it's, you know, what else can we say and talk about Duke? We all know about Duke. It's time for somebody else to have that, you know? It's time for somebody else to have that. You've got Chiefs at a wild score of 43-33. Be a fun game. I'm in for a lot of points. Thinking about putting some bets down for Kansas City. Also, Travis Kelsey, MVP bet in there. Oh, he will. If he has a good game, he's the MVP. As long as they win, of course. How quickly will Justin Parker get a head coaching job? If he turns the Bulldog pitching staff around in year one, he will get one after year one. Yeah. Yeah. If he turns it around and they perform well, he will be a head coach somewhere after this year. He's really sharp. I like him a lot. That was a really good hire from Chris Limonis. He's he's good. He's going to be good. Is it on Paramount Plus this year? <laughs> not this year, but I don't care what Goodell said that he that Super Bowl is not going to be streaming uh, under his watch. I have a feeling one day b- before before we all croak that the Super Bowl is going to be streaming. I have a feeling. You don't think the Niners have much of a chance? You're shocked they're favored. But again, it's Mahomes isn't smart. It isn't smart. No, it is uh, It is not. And their, their defense is suspect. Yes, it is. But their collection of weapons uh, is, is unbelievable. I mean, Iuk is their fourth option. I keep saying that on the radio. It's like, that's how good they are offensively. And that, that's the, the kind of weapons, the plethora of weapons they have is, is that Ayuk is their fourth option. But, man, you know, Purdy's been been good-ish in the playoffs. Um, I, I still think we dramatically overhype Brock Purdy. I think he's good. Um, certainly not great. And, and Mahomes is great. And when it comes to a game like this, greatness, I think, will take over yet again. So um, I'm going to hang it up early. I I can't do this anymore. Uh, I appreciate you guys. You guys are the absolute best. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm struggling. So um, no stream Sunday. I will post a couple of videos this weekend, though. Um, Hopefully they get uh, hopefully they get watched. And uh, I'll see you guys on 
Tuesday. So I'll be back live on Tuesday, but I will post uh, between now and then. So I'll see you guys then. I'll, uh, I'm gonna go get uh, gonna go get myself better. Talk to you guys soon. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.